skin monday afternoon it is november i think 29th and i'm actually doing the kink podcast today with hello my name is michelle or you can call me michelle you know um yeah we're gonna talk about kinks and stuff <laughs> we're gonna put this in the middle and try it we got a lot of notes i did a big depth of mind into like feminist kind of view on kinks and then we both wrote down a lots lot of, of kinks so many kinks and lots on consent because i feel like consent is um you know the primary factor into a, lo a lot of things i feel like not even just sex, but just in life. I don't know. And I think people that have poor boundaries wouldn't understand. Right, they're like, what? <laughs> Is that okay? I love the fries thing. That's the first time I've heard it today oh, yeah, about yeah, consent. Yeah. So I found this little image on, it was a Planned Parenthood website um, about consent. And it had like a cute little picture of fries and it said, I love fries. But um, consent should always be freely given, reversible informed enthusiastic and specific because i feel like a lot of people with consent they're like okay they gave me consent at the beginning but they're not constantly checking in with their partner or whatever and seeing if they're still there if they're still like are they being a passive like in their passive right, role of just accepting what's happening even like, if they're okay, not into it right that was actually a sad question I've seen asked before. It said, you know, ask how many people in your life have just kind of went with something they weren't comfortable with in the moment. Right. And I think that's, it's devastating because it's like, you you have the power to, to say no and to, to stop something. And, and it's just sad that some people just feel like they can't speak up, you know? So I love, I love that. I also read that they said that people in the kink community said they think they have more safe sex than people that aren't in a kink community because of the big thing they have around consent. Yeah. And all the things you had just mentioned that, you know, people are freely giving it there. I love the enthusiastic part of that and reversible at any time they could say no. That's why they have safe words in yep. the kink community. So at any time. Safe, safe signals too, if you're like not, um, currently can't speak <laughs> right i just see that whether yeah. it's tapping or a yeah, finger or gesture like some, some people have like bells or something like that it just because a lot of i feel like it's hard when obviously you like can't see or can't speak like you there should still be a level of consent and safety there and i feel like some people are like no they don't need that you know they're like oh they gave me their consent so it's fine but and I love the informed because like, all right. And granted, I've seen this in movies. I've read it in books, but where people have actual like contracts, basically they print out. This oh is yeah. A lot. That's, and I feel like that's not something you really see other than like, it's, it's like, like business agreements and stuff right. like that essentially. But um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people in the King community, they obviously take it very, very, very seriously. Like I'm okay with vaginal penetration, not anal penetration. Like right. this is all discussed at the beginning of the time. And this is what word I'll say if I don't like this. And then you have to agree to stop. Right. And, I, and I, and I think that's why it's so, and that's where we get into like people's limits. Like you have your hard and soft limits and your soft limits are something that like, you're not quite sure if you're going to be okay with this. Like you're open-minded to it. And then you have your hard limits where it's like a hundred percent, like, no, like we're not doing this. And I feel like in any type of discussion you're going to have with someone, especially if you're looking into engaging in some type of sexual intercourse, that you should be well aware of not only your own limits, because that's obviously important, but you should have like some familiarity with someone else's limits. 
I like I like that. I like the idea of a contract. I was telling you about that show on Netflix where she had like a conf- uh, inform, like a consent app. Which yeah, I, I think with, that's really cool. With younger people, I don't know if that's a real thing or if that was just for the show, but I like the idea if it is a thing, you know, to have that, especially for the younger generation, that you'd be able to say, this is what I want to agree to in the beginning right. and throughout. And if I don't like it, this is what will happen. And I love specific because then, like you said, you're getting into specific things. Like I agreed to maybe kiss you, but I didn't agree to have you fondle me, you know, or right. I agreed to have, you know, I don't know, oral sex, but I don't want to keep going to any like penetrative. Kind of trade- yeah. Yeah. So I do love the consent's a big deal with that community it kind of makes me. I don't know. Have now personally, I will tell you recently something I did. I was telling my husband about it. Like I keep hearing about FetLife. I have never been yeah, on it. The, <laughs> I've never been on it. <laughs> I have an account. You have? I do. I love it. No, because yeah. I so you know. Granted, I always say I always like try new things, and just because I've read enough books over like fucking 15, 20 years, and we'll definitely talk about like the red flags you should be aware of too yeah, in that yeah. community in any part of any, your life, yeah, but yeah. like definitely that community because they talk about it. But um you know, all these books that just portray, some of them portray it in a good light, some of them portray it in a negative light. And then I just kind of was like, I want to check that life to see because they actually have things in Cleveland. They have clubs I did yeah. not know about, which yep. I thought was really cool. So, and of course, because, you know, I am like, I just was trying to figure out like an email. I'm like, oh my God, I got to make up a new email. Like I want nothing to be traced to me because you worry about that stuff because sometimes that's yeah. something people worry about too, any community that they're going to be ousted if somebody thinks it's weird. So yeah. there's definitely no kink shaming in my whole area. I try not to do that because everybody's got different ones. And I think it's just good to know basics to even start out in there and consent and aftercare are huge things. And can't think of anything more important than consent just to start oh, out with that's it a, that's, that's the hallmark that's like the... yeah, yeah yeah absolutely i feel like consent and it's like i don't know I, I feel like it's also something that can kind of bond you with your partner too like because you're like okay like you're tr- you're kind of trusting them to like these things i'm okay with these things i'm not okay with and i don't know i just Communication. Communication is important, people. It is. <laughs> and I got to tell you, my therapist, because we talk about this stuff sometimes, she said that she, we've talked about this subject. Like, you got to have a good therapist you can talk about anything with because we've talked about this. And she said people that have issues with boundaries, maybe they have trust issues, <laughs> maybe their needs weren't met at a pivotal stage of their life. And so having, being in the kink community, dealing with any BDSM stuff that they do that actually is a way of like it's therapeutic for them yeah to work it's like through an, it's like an outlet and not saying that you have to have some kind of trauma to be into that either right. i want to no, be clear absolutely. that i'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> make sure that no, somebody's not going to hear that and be like, like that's oh. why they like it you don't have to have trauma some people could have zero trauma and they just like when they're tied up they like to right. maybe they're in control of every fucking aspect of their life and they're like in one I area of my life i don't want to be i you know but i don't want to deal with it for yeah. one place i just want to be taken care of or somebody else to be in control yeah. for once but then again, it's always interesting because I think we also think personalities, like if somebody's very confident, you might assume that confident person's always going to be like the one that's dominant. Right, right, And it right. could be flipped. It could be it could be true. It could be flipped. And so I love like seeing as something I love about social media. I love TikTok for that because there's so many different people that talk about red flags in the community and things. And they're very open with what they do, whether they swing, whether they, you know, have any shibari, like any rope kinks, anything. Yeah. They just kind of we'll talk about red flags and give stories. So it's very, very fascinating for me to see it like that. Mm-hmm. Talk about so normalized. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's, it's more, it's being more normalized nowadays than, you know, probably five, 10 years ago. I feel like it was like this like closeted secret. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone's so like, they, they think 
it's taboo, you know, like a, a lot of kinks and, and fetishes are, I guess, considered taboo because it doesn't go, it's not like mainstream, you know? And you always have to wonder if it's like religious shame that comes into play with a lot of that. I feel that. like a lot I of it is religious shame. I do shame. feel I really like do. It. it. And then, you know, it's uh, interesting what I've read about. And, you know, it's like when you talk about role play and there is a consensual non-consent. So yeah. it's CNC. And, you know, there are people that like it that, like I said, there's no trauma they're working through that just that that's thrilling to them to be put in that situation. Right. And then there are people that maybe have had trauma that they find being able to be in control of the situation helps them. So there's like so many different kinks that I read about that. Like I said, they either come from a place of maybe somebody's working through therapy and that's why it's good. And some people just like what they like. And we talked about that phrase in the books I read. I don't want to give, want to give credit where it's due, but there's an author I read Autumn <laughs> Jones Lake and she was writing like kind of like a little blurb, a paragraph about kinky stuff. And somebody made the phrase, don't yuck someone's yum. And I kind of love, love that, that phrase. I think it's so cool. Don't yuck someone's yum. Just because you're not into it doesn't mean someone else isn't into it. And I think that's great. I think, I, I don't know. I, And I think it's just so neat that everyone has their own, you know, different kinks and, and fetishes. And I, I don't know. I feel like if everyone were more open to speaking about it. Like... And I think like that's something interesting because I think about sometimes I talk about things that I can tell people like my husband made some comment once like you just have to read the room and I'm like okay and I understand like I I think you should be able to talk about if you're talking about sex in general you should be able to talk about kinks. Yeah. Like I don't feel like it's some different level. I just think it's part of like that and I They're, don't they know why it's so. Hand in hand, I feel and like. I think it's like some people are comfortable talking about sex but not about kinks. And right. I wanted like, why is that? And I'm just curious what's their, you know, is it because they worry about being embarrassed that you might shame them? Is it that they're embarrassed of what they like? So yeah, I guess that would be, I know I joke around about stuff with a lot of my friends, but even my, in my age group, like, you know, the ones that I feel that they're okay talking about are ones that maybe, like you said, have been more mainstream media lately. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I read fucking 50 shades, which is a terrible right, one, so but we'll the, just yeah, go, no, but it's terrible. <laughs> but, but you know, they're, they're like, like oh, okay, so now I can be more open. Oh, so I want to be impact play. Or, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. And the bondage is okay. And the spanking's okay. But like, maybe they're not going to talk about scat play or like, you know, right. Like, showers. Yeah. And, and then we go into like fucking breath play and then, you know, sensory deprivation. But I feel like, I feel like a lot of people have these kinks. They just don't know how to put a, a, a name to it or something like that. Because even age play, age play, I'm sure you've called your partner baby, you know? And I'm like, do you, and, but you think that's okay as opposed to like, you know, it, I don't know. I feel like it's all just like how it's presented to you or something age like, play definitely well i hear that with the daddy dominant little girl yeah. kink like that's yeah, a big yeah, one yeah. where people say they get shit on for that one specifically and then obviously there's like the opposite you have like the little boy and like you know like the mom, mom. yeah you know. yeah and yeah. then the thing that threw me too is the mom's not always a woman like you know just like the dad's not always like you know because obviously yeah. you know gay and lesbian people like will also be in bdsm so it's not always like we but have then, such a heteronormative view right, of everything right. and like, that's like and and that's like also an umbrella under role play you know it's just a different type of role play and it's like what makes it okay to you know oh, oh i'm gonna dress up in a sexy little nurse outfit you know and, and like oh i'm I'm your doctor you know i'm like 
your HMO doesn't cover that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Wait forty five like, minutes. So you're you're impersonating a a, a, a legal you know, somebody in like military garb is like stolen valor. Like right, you're trying right. to take it's somebody's like, getting like. It's like if you're really in the army, cite the. I don't even. I don't know. But anyway, role play could so. be very comical in my household. It's I feel right, like I, know. I feel like me and Mark would have some fucking fun. With. Although I will tell you, we've talked about this before. Like I think a lot of us, like like you said, you maybe wouldn't say it, but like how many times have you been having sex and you just thought something in your head? Like I literally tell my later, I'm like, you know, I'm like in my head, I was like thinking like you know, like you play out those like porn fantasies, you know, like right. you're like oh I was you know you're the principal and I was the schoolgirl getting I'm in trouble, yeah, school yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. you know whatever's playing in your head, and then he's just so we were laughing about that, and I'm like you know. That brings up is what you're exposed to, why you have the kinks. I am curious. Right. You know, is it because you watched a lot of porn and you saw and people like, being oh, tied okay. up? And then I, I think I could get into that. And that is like, that's a good question. Like, what made you think of yours? I'm trying to remember, like, I read Harlequin romance books, dude. Like, I remember even my mom's I like, and it's funny because I was his like, throbbing I was like, manhood. I, right. I'm like, how did I really get into to kink and stuff like that? And I feel like a lot of it is, you know, what you're you're exposed to, but it's also like, I don't know, and it's, I feel like you, you, especially in, like, porn and stuff like that, you're, like, you're looking up things that you might be interested in, you know, but then you might be, like, okay, I don't, I don't think I'm into that. <laughs> so, I feel like a lot of it's just, like, research into things that yeah, you some may things are may like, not like. Whatever right. your meter is, this over here is digging red, it's not for me, but this right, is green. Right, this one's, like, green. green makes my pee-pee hard. Right. You know, <laughs> you're just, like, I like it. <laughs> it. I don't know, it's, it's... And then I, I like, I had to look up the feminist viewpoint and that's so split in two too. <laughs> it is, it is. You have like feminists that just think that we're just, you know, falling into like the patriarchal, you know, subjugation. Like they treat you like crap. They show it, you know, they smack your face. They, you know, spank your bottom right, and then they they're making you, you crave it so they can keep treating you like shit. And you don't even right. know, you think you're a free woman, but you're still in the cage. Like I, and that's valid. It's a hundred percent. But like, oh, yeah. I looked at it and I had to really like, oh, like is okay. it, is that what it is? Cause if I'd never seen that, if maybe I was brought up watching feminist porn, which is a thing, if you watch it from the woman's point of view, what's that look like? And would I be more into something different? And I got to be honest with you, I have to look up feminist porn now because I honestly don't think I have personally, like, I've heard about it, but I've never watched any video. Actually, like, That's on your to-do list. Yeah, okay. That's homework. Just look up, look up feminist, feminist porn. porn. You want to hear something crazy. Compare and contrast. Yeah. Feminist porn. And I feel like we'll definitely see a difference because they all do those movies where, like, you know, through the women's eyes, what a oh, man yeah. looks like versus through a man's eyes, yeah, what a man yeah. looks like. And because uh, I know a lot of people out there think we all want this lumberjack you know, six pack. I've come to give you my seed. Yeah. I've slaughtered the whole village and I to protect you. And they carry you off with the long hair down then, to their ass. Right, and right. That's who we and want. Just, like, and jacked up. And, and and if you do, that's. I mean, you don't see too to many you. Seth right. Rogans on the covers of books carrying the right. woman away, making like a fucking joke, you know, and yeah. like stumbling down the hill. You don't see that too often. And would that change? Same thing with us, though. How are we portrayed to men? Right. Long hair. You know, Nur like nurturing. some some kind of like fucking small waist, but big ass and big tits. Like you know, that's what like the standard is of how to look and how to be and right, more that, submissive. You know, big big hips means you know they can bear their children. children. Fill you up with all my seed. <laughs> right, exactly. They so always it's think like... it's gonna be like a rocket ship taking off. That's always <laughs> the... here, you go. <laughs> here it comes. I hope you can hold on tight. <laughs> you're like okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's it's fine. It's, it's like the movie. You're gonna like splat against the ceiling and it's all gonna come right. out pinning you to it. <laughs> Oops, that's movie too or something. I think but you know but you do see some porn where I think that they have to have like there's got to do you think there's like a thing where they have like uh that's what I'm looking for 
like where they have like your uh, actor that does all the stunts, like a stunt double sperm. Oh, yeah. Do they have stunt double sperm? Like, are they like, like shooting some kind of viscous lotion? Right. Absolutely. It. Well, no, and it's like you you get a lot of those, and like um, I've seen like glory hole videos where it's like it's just a machine. It's just a cum machine. Yeah. To make like, it seem no, like you're like there's no. You're and then I wonder this huge load. And if that's yeah. all men are watching, maybe they until they do it in their own selves. I'm sure they're like, oh, that's not. Like, oh, is there something wrong not, with me, or is that right. normal? I feel like that's that, that, that's also be. like porn has provided, and especially you know this quote unquote patriarchal porn. Like you're you're exposing people to something that doesn't exist. You right. know, you're 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 building your own. You can't pay for pizza with a like, blowjob. I tried. And I still had to pay for it. Sorry, guys. But, like, I... it's. Just... I'm kidding. I didn't. So my mom will listen to this one day and be like, when did you pay for a pizza with a blowjob? <laughs> I need me. Or she might joke with me and say, I did too. And I was kidding. She likes to keep me on my toes like that. So the consent huge thing to start off with King Talk, which oh, we yeah. did. And then... Like, I know that, like, that's the beginning, and then I feel like aftercare is at the end, but I just want to mention it, because, like, you know, yeah. like, when you well, have any kind of Well, especially if scene... you, yeah, and, and I think that's another um, term we should probably talk about is, like, scene or scene play, because that's just, like, some people in the, in the kink community, they refer to, it's not just, like, a random hookup, you know, right. like, to, to them, it's, like, you're you're creating the scene with with your partner. You plan for it. You right, wrote the exactly. script. Right. You, yeah. <laughs> All the players were listed. Nobody knew. No, it is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. and we you know we don't. I don't. I've never done that in my life. No. Anytime no. I've had sex, I've never like been like this is what it's we're like going to do. It's like a casual night of hookup. You know, it's just it's. But um, I feel like a scene in like the you know if it's the kink community or BDSM community like. I don't know where I was going with this, but <laughs> we talked about it's the scene the... play and then the yeah, aftercare. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's just like a, this this period of of you know kink stuff or or sex stuff, you know, like that's just your scene, you know. And then um, aftercare, I feel like, is the end of this scene. Like you know, you have to, especially if it's like you're doing like a degradation or humiliation Definitely or, or for, something yeah. like. To reassurance that right. they oh, they're they, okay they with it. They need time to like come down from the high of the scene. And sometimes and then maybe know that it they're was... okay. And sometimes you know? it might not be okay, and that doesn't mean that you don't like kink. It just might be like it just for whatever reason that day it didn't sit well with you. And whether right. you want to try again is up to you. Because I've seen where you know sometimes it can be sometimes, intense. Right. It's and it's and it's okay to take the time that you need to to recover from that. You know, and it's like and to process it. Right, and that's again, consent comes into play. It's like, do you want to continue? Like, and that's you know, it's okay to not continue. And somebody made a good point too, saying that like you know, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think sometimes people think submissive is the one that always has to do the like you know safe wording, where yeah. sometimes the person that's doing whatever, if it is like a degradation or humiliation kick, or whether it's an impact play, whatever it is, that they're just not feeling it in the yeah. moment. And that, you know, they need to be able to know it's they can okay, safe word. It's okay word. to call the scene and you can safe word out. Right. Like, like either one can. It's not just the person that's, you know. And I feel like if you're like bullying someone into taking back their, you know. Oh, yeah. There's some red flags. There. There's That's definitely, definitely a red flag. Like if someone's like manipulating you, bullying you, anything into saying yes, like coer- coercing you mm-hmm. in any way. Like that's a big red flag. Like you, they, you shouldn't be in this. Or thinking they know what you want, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, right. I'm your dominant. I'm going to tell you what you like. And it's like, that's not right. how that's, that happens. Right, like, no. That's the person. It's a con conversation, like you said, a con big consent conversation of what I like, what you're willing to provide, you know, and... You're not going to tell me what I am. Well, and, like, I that's also a kink. Like, you're telling me what to do, you know? Just, like, being completely... But that's a dom-sub relationship where both partners are consenting. Right. And I feel like that's where a lot of this mix-up comes in because it's like some people think like a dom is just like i'm gonna do until you know you're just gonna take it <laughs> right and you're gonna take it and you're gonna like it and it's like that's not how it works i mean sometimes i'll take it and i'll like it you know but it's like <laughs> sometimes i won't <laughs> and that's cool but not everyone like that and i that's just always open communication you know like that's a conversation that you have to have prior to making any type of commitment to someone you know and i i know that we've i've seen this too also said in the kink community that they talk about people who aren't in it that yeah. how they can have safer sex more you know i don't know a better word than to say them better but like i don't mean it like that but like you know just safe all around and enjoyable for all yeah. parties but like when we talk about aftercare like jokingly in my head i'm like the aftercare is like when they give you the towel first to clean up like you know like that's <laughs> the extent of like yeah, right, you know, yeah. we don't discuss like what we did what you know i well i would say everybody does it but like there's times where i'm like oh do you like when you tried this thing you know but that's yeah. part of it that's part yeah, of like no, you know, and I, yeah 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 and i don't I feel think people like, do that usually no. if they're not in it no i feel like people they it's like foreplay the act of and then it's done. There's there's never anything afterwards. And I feel like the conversation continues after you have sex. Like you can have a discussion on what you preferred versus what you didn't right. really care for. That's that's huge. I could tell you being I, when I was young, I was like uh, 17, 18, 17, 18. First guy I had sex with, I remember not knowing enough about anything obviously but like in my head i was so brought up to be able to talk about sex mm -hmm. so in my head first boyfriend I ever had i thought it was just absolutely normal to do like a afterwards you know like well i didn't and i remember saying something like i'm not having any orgasms like it's mm -hmm. just not happening for me and i was saying it thinking that like you know your your partner's gonna be like oh what can we do to fix that right and but like i think that because of the age maybe or maybe we need to teach our children boys and girls that like sometimes they're not gods when they're doing that like something might not feel good for somebody and right. a good partner will say how does this feel and because i didn't have that as a first person they literally were like well you then, have a problem right, it's all exactly. you right every girl i've been with had one it's all you and i'm like well i know that's not true because because I thankfully was told it was okay to masturbate in my household. Like, you know, my mom's a nurse was like, yes, that's normal. It's okay to do. It's safe. And so I never had shame around masturbation, clearly, because I talk about it enough. <laughs> but um, I knew I was having orgasms with myself. Right. So, so I knew like that I wasn't the problem. you weren't having orgasms with this. But I feel if we don't even teach our kids about how to make themselves feel good, they will enter into sexual relationships where it won't feel they good won't for them. Know, they won't know if they're... If it feels good or not. Or they'll think it's just not supposed to because nobody ever told them that they are allowed to feel good. Right. All people involved should feel good about the act that happens. Right. And if you're not, you need to have that Before, discussion. during, and after. <laughs> Before, during, and after. Especially after because if you're not feeling it, I can tell you right now that's a huge red flag. If you tell your partner, you know, I'm, you know, I enjoy being intimate with you. I enjoy feeling this closeness. You know, I'm not having an orgasm. You know, maybe we can try something different. If you can't be receptive to somebody telling you that you're not doing something good for them, you're not a good partner. No. Like, I need everybody to you hear are, that and know you it. You are selfish. <laughs> you're a selfish lover. I, I, I've literally had this conversation with my adult son. Like, I literally talk about you need to make sure your partner is also having orgasms right. like you are. If they're not, don't feel bad afterwards to try to help them get there. Even if you're spent, like that's just, you yeah. know, but I then think that's 
that's common decency, honestly. I do feel like I have to make that little, like, uh, notation, because I know somebody out there might have that issue. There are people that have trouble orgasming. Like, yeah. I know it's a medical issue, yeah. and then they say that they don't want people to feel like sex, the point is always orgasm, because it's not. So I guess I... I, f- I feel like sex is, like, when you can be intimate with someone that you... You don't necessarily even have to, like, love them. Because I feel like there's, like, this giant notion of, like, romantic sex you know like you should only have sex with like the love of your life or whatever sometimes but it just feels good sometimes it feels good and you just and that's and you just want to want to be with this other person and make them feel good right but if like you're both not actively working on making the other person feel good and you 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 you're just want to get off and then you're using them as a masturbatory aid right like you're masturbating into them is what you're doing that's what, exactly on them. what you're doing that's, that's, and then it's like okay thanks you could just got done. a flashlight or like a fucking right. doll if but that's probably more money the doll but yeah just you could <laughs> but that's something you could do i think i love that you said that but i know someone's out they're gonna like clutch and maybe not i don't think the ages of people i might be listening to this are gonna clutch their pearls at that you don't have to be in love with them <laughs> but they may clutch the pearls to know that i've told my children that you don't have to be in love with somebody right. i was like you know you can have you can have sex, sex because it feels good and it's fun because yeah and you safe if, always practice oh, safety. Yeah. Always, always condoms, always, you know, birth control. I I literally have told people two barrier methods is preferred. So like condoms and birth control is because, you know, condoms can break and then, you know, birth control. Yeah. yeah. And if you have antibiotics, get that backup method for a week because people don't tell you when you're on birth control, they should. I tell my patients, but I can promise you, I know people have handed out antibiotics and never thought this woman's between 18 to 50. Hey, if you're on birth control, check with your pharmacist. You might need a backup method because I think we all think they go to the pharmacy and the pharmacist will tell them that. I can tell you they don't no. because I've been on birth control many years of my life and I would always ask them, hey, is this one of those antibiotics I have to worry about? And they would be like, let me look it up. Yeah, it is. But they didn't tell me that knowing that they were fucking prescribing me with birth control and the antibiotic. Like, right. you know, they would, we gave you the pamphlet. You're supposed to read that six page fucking fold out handout of every of antibiotic. going to because no. they expect their, you know, PCP or whoever to at least give the high points. Like I'm right. not saying go like, through oh, every fucking I, symptom, right. but no, like absolutely. But like you're the, on birth the, control, here's the highlight. But you can like, have a kid for the rest of your life. I might need sorry. to. Sorry. Yeah. Like, are you kidding my me? My bad. <laughs> I thought you read it. So that's so that's something that definitely just my little side note on that subject too. Two barrier methods and fucking watch that birth control. Yeah. So. Now, I know we've got 25 minutes mostly dealing with consent, which I feel like was actually good. I feel like that's good. important. Yeah, I feel like that was like, I feel like you can't have it. Like, we could have just delved in and started telling you. And by the way, I think me, we think me and Michelle both said there was over 200. Well, how many did you find? I found over 200 kinks. I found, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of kinks. So 200 kinks over and like, the, I, I wrote about 20 of them down, but I think that could be like a next podcast of like discussing ones. And then something I should add if I could figure out how. I don't know if I'm going to be able to figure out how on this, but usually I'll do a link, but you can just Google this shit. Like take one of those BDSM <laughs> I feel like that's quizzes. one of the, the most, yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. Cause you could just yeah. like look into it, figure out what you might like. And then we could talk about things because, and this is something also, cause those things change. Like your love language will change over oh, yeah. time. Cause I used to be a wordy person. I think after not hearing all the words of affirmation, I love my husband, but he knows. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't hear enough. I have a praise kink and I'm not Sorry. hearing that. I love you every fucking day of my life. And I, you're beautiful and you're awesome. I need to like, I need like a cheerleader <laughs> with a megaphone things. every fucking day of my life I'll telling me, but over, t- I love it. I like send each other message every morning, but you're great. I love you. Yeah. You're beautiful. <laughs> So, but like that being said, I know my love language has changed to like quality time more over the years. Yeah. So kinks, I think will also change. I can tell you oh, yeah. in my twenties and I'm not going to, cause I never know if my kids are ever going to pick this up. So I won't scar everybody out there right now. <laughs> Although if they, they'll just skip over this, like my masturbation <laughs> talks, I'm sure. But I literally like know that there were things that me and Mark, when we like had more alone time, when mm-hmm. we were in twenties, did a lot more things in the last like 
10, 15 years, it's been like, cause you have more kids. And then that joke about fucking on the like freezer in the basement while the yeah. dino nuggets are cooking and the kids are watching <laughs> the intro to like their cartoon. That's not a lie. Like people fucking do that shit. Like you just yeah. have to like, and you need to find time to do the things that you enjoy. You have to, yeah. Like there's hard, it's hard to do kink stuff when you've got a house full of people and you'd like need to spend that time. So that's so for the married people out there that like either used to be into it or want to get into it again. We'll, we'll do a, I'll do one of those on how we can find time. I've literally remember getting a motel room before just like for like a couple hours just so we'd have like, we could be as loud as we want and like do what we want and not have to hear like kids in rooms, which is hard. So that will be something (laughs) we'll make, but yeah, so go ahead and hit whatever, like some things you think we'll talk about here in the next one. Throw out some interesting things you've looked up. Oh, so yeah. So like I said, there's so many different types of kinks, but I feel like some of the more, um, known kinks i guess would be like the the bdsm but um which stands for if you don't know this um i look it up too discipline domination submission submission, sadism masochism because i I feel like um a lot of people they just lump everything like everything's always involved yeah like there's always the the daddy dom and like the submissive and then there's always going to be like the sadism masochism but like not all BDSM relationships, not all dom and sub relationships are sadism and masochists. You know, like it it's not always hand in hand. I feel like it's just more of a, an umbrella term of all these different, you know, kings. Like, fall like, under right, it. exactly. And it's like, you know, like all, Shibari all, under right, bondage. Exactly. Yep. Like not all dom sub relationships are gonna have that bondage. Not all bondage relationships are gonna be in a dom sub some people just do it together because it's fucking fun and then there's switches you talk about people aren't just one category they could be they can and yeah sometimes they're more dominant in the bedroom sometimes they're more submissive and and it's it's just like it's kind of like a power exchange between you know these these partners and i think that's it's fun you know like it's always but um let us know some of your kinks like like what yeah, send me messages yeah send me one of those about? a message of what ones you'd like to be talked about or if you yeah, or if like, you want to okay. do it with us and tell us something that oh that'd be you know, lovely i feel like cajun would have a lot oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm calling you out cajun worth if you're listening 29 minutes in i'm fucking calling you out but yeah there's there's like i said i I, so I looked up quite a bit and some of i want you take a quiz take a quiz to see where you're at and then like send us messages see? i'm gonna take another one to see I, yeah i, I was want, a, I I had rope bunny a... rope bunny popped up for mine and that was not something that i think would have popped up 15 years ago for me and so that's like with the shibari and yeah, the ropes and the knots yeah. and i honestly thought about getting like a present for christmas for my husband for like a book on it and like just because you know I you... See, yeah no my friend actually showed me um because he gave me some um cotton rope oh, um, as a gift yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and he has this book and it's, it's great because it has like step-by-step instructions, obviously, but it also has images with the instructions. Cause I feel like you can watch a video and stuff, but like, sometimes it's just, you know, way too fast. You're like, what's going on? So it's, it's really, I'll have <laughs> to, a, I'll have to find the, the, the book. page. Right. <laughs> like, can you pause, please right, right there. And like, oh, I missed something. Go back. But cause I think it's, um, I don't know. It just seems fun, you know, but no, but... I share Shabari. You better share one of your kings here before oh, we no. end up. No, oh, yeah, kidding. no. I, I, like, I was like, I mentioned Shabari. I have a breathing kink, okay? I, the breath play? I, I, no, breathing kink. Oh, breathing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought she said breath. I forget. No, breath play? No, I can barely hold my fucking breath, dude. Like, I'm not gonna. You're not I gonna need all the oxygen I need. Me. Right? I'm like, 
Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you can hold your own. I saw I can, where that's yeah, also no, yeah. play. And, and I think that's neat. that's yeah. I think that's really cool because it's like it gives you more control as right. opposed to like somebody not okay, knowing. Is this person gonna crush my fucking windpipe? Like you know, I well, I guess breath play is good too because I I do like getting good choke. The breeding one but... is a common one. I actually oh, have yeah. that in my head I, sometimes, but yeah, I'm like fucking breed me. <laughs> yeah. I'm on birth control. Right. Like you know, safe sex is is important, but also, but I feel like that's also like one of those like. I guess taboo things like oh no you shouldn't like unless you unless you want to have kids or something you know what I mean. I feel but... like the worst taboo one that I feel I've saw out there was the age play one and the consensual non consent the CNC scenes yeah. and the age play for me Which what I, I see yeah maybe being the more controversial even in the kink community because oh, yeah. like I'm on groups like, everywhere can... just to see I'm like, like consent's important like you should never and I I feel like some people see it as like oh it's just the R word you know like and it's. Well, I think it's interesting to talk about amongst women and men what would be considered like a more taboo one because I feel like with men, cuckolding oh, is yeah. like looked down on because they oh, use it as a they're... fucking slander term yeah, online. Oh, you're, you're a fucking cook, beat a meal. Like, are you kidding me? So, like, like, and I feel like people who might enjoy that would feel like they can't because you know because they're gonna be looked down on, they're... and it's like it. It's this is where you gotta not shame people because that person could be like fucking don't kink shame. Yeah, don't yuck someone's don't yum. Kink... Don't yuck someone's yum. Because <laughs> I feel like it's. I don't know. It's just as much as it is for you than it is your partner. You know, it should be. It's, it should, it should be. be. It should be. And I feel like that's if you're taking something away from us rambling, it's one: don't yuck someone's yum. Two: don't kink shame. And three: be as present for your partner as you are for yourself. Like that's. I love that. And trust is such a big issue that you have to make sure you trust the person before. Oh, yeah. I, b- before you step into any type of, I guess, more um, into the kinky lifestyle or something, make sure it's with someone that you trust. Because I feel like if you're, like, questioning someone's character and, and I just feel like it's going to be a bad time. And there's vetting and processes, like... too, they have in that community that they'll go through. Right. They try to teach yeah. you what you should be doing to right. make sure... So I feel, and like, I, I don't know, it's funny because it brings me back to the, the Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, everyone saw that movie and they're like, oh, I can do this easy peasy. And people are fucking dying. Yeah. People are dying because they know, they don't know what And it's not even doing. a good, like, ver- like, it's right. just, it's not, I've read better kink books that were, like, way better and that. Like, who fucking wrote this? A, Consent's, a, like, more mentioned in their aftercare. Like, there was no aftercare on Fifty Shades. I remember after no. that, like, there was a couple scenes where I was like, no, Jesus, God, like, this is toxic. You... If you right. think that's what it is, no wonder you don't like it. Like, I wouldn't either. So that's and not it a just good... I feel like it gives that community such a bad name. Yeah, they don't like it. They don't a lot of them anyways. Yeah. They're just like and that fucking movie. Cuz it's not it's not how it should be. Right. You know. Now I'm curious if who wrote and directed the book was a woman or a man. You know my head goes there. I'm sure. I know who wrote the book was a woman. Was it? Oh, um, yeah. And We're going to say she's suffering from internalized misogyny. And, and, and honestly, she saw you know, she saw Twilight and she's like, I'm going to write smut on this. And right. Like, but even Twilight was like, there's just some yeah. really sketchy stuff going on. There was a sketchy stuff. That's a good for abusive boyfriend. Like, oh, trope. Yeah. you want to like put that in there. And oh, be yeah. Like, but this is another thing. We are socialized. That's another thing that feminists will bring up. Some of them that are very against this uh, pornography and kink. They're like, we are being socialized from a young age to think this is what love is, right. what this is sexual pleasure. So yeah, our homework assignment is to look up what kinks we like and then maybe delve into why and then like to look at feminist porn. Feminist porn, 100%. Feminist porn. And take that quiz. Yeah. Yes. Feminist porn and quiz. So I think yeah. we're going to end it here and we'll talk back next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>